0: The First World War was a bitter episode for the Italian people. Indeed, the experiences which the Italians had during that war and its immediate aftermath explain, more or less completely, the course of Italian history for the next twenty-five years. From the time they joined the war until its end, the Italian armies were in battle on the Austrian front displaying great heroism without gaining a hugely significant amount of ground. However, tragically, they lost 600,000 of their men in a three-year period. Despite the fact that they were on the victorious side, Italy gained very little from the outcome of the war. France and Britain divided the main spoils between them, and Italy's only significant gain was a small piece of what had formerly been Austria. In addition, in 1921, when the U.S. and Britain agreed to fix treaty limits on the size of the fleet which the various Allied powers were to operate, Italy was forced to accept limitations which resulted in an entitlement to the same naval strength in the Mediterranean as the British Royal Navy. Clearly, this was a direct insult to Italian national pride. Throughout this period, Italy was fairly unsettled. There was a clear disparity between what Italians felt they were entitled to after the war as members of the victorious Allied side, most particularly in light of the huge level of human sacrifice involved for them and what had been assigned to them. Veterans and their families and others, mainly in the working and lower middle classes, were deeply dissatisfied with this situation. In addition, it was a time of recession and unemployment and the rise of extreme nationalism. Strikes and rumors of revolution were the order of the day. These unsettled conditions proved to be an ideal breeding ground for the rise of fascism. In 1922, the king, Victor Emmanuel III, invited Benito Mussolini, leader of the fascist group, to form a government. Within four years, Mussolini had effectively become a dictator, outlawing all other political parties, undermining civil liberties, and imposing a totalitarian regime. At the same time, he managed to gain popularity by propaganda, public works projects, and most particularly, by creating the appearance of order. In 1929, the Lateran Treaty was concluded between Mussolini's government and the papacy. In the eyes of the Italian people, this gave Mussolini further status. Under the terms of the Lateran Treaty, that part of Rome which comprises the Vatican and St. Peter's became an independent sovereign state governed by the Pope. In addition, the treaty allowed for papal governance of extraterritorial properties belonging to the Catholic Church in various parts of the city, including the Basilicas of St. John Lateran, St. Paul, and St. Maria Maggiore, together with all the buildings connected with them. Other properties included the offices of the Propagation of the Faith and of the Holy Office near St. Peter's and the Papal Residence at Castel Gandolfo. This essentially gave these buildings the same status as a foreign embassy has nowadays. The entire extent of the Vatican City itself is 108 acres and it is wholly contained in Rome, making it the smallest state in the world. The usual population based in the Vatican is approximately 500. Besides Pope Pius XII, the other senior officials in the Vatican when the Second World War started were Cardinal Maglione, Secretary of State, and his two assistants, Monsignor Montini, Undersecretary for Ordinary Affairs, essentially internal Vatican church matters, and Monsignor Tardini, Undersecretary for Extraordinary Affairs, essentially external issues. Monsignor Montini, afterwards, became Pope Paul VI. Given the origins of the movement, it is not surprising that the fascist government adopted an expansionist foreign policy based on aggression. As early as 1919, at the foundation of the fascist movement, Mussolini was articulating the case that Italy needed more territory for her growing population. In 1935-6, the Italian army invaded and conquered Ethiopia, and also in 1936, Italy sent troops to support Franco in the Spanish Civil War. Later that year, Mussolini and Hitler established the Rome-Berlin Axis. In 1939, Italy took over Albania, and the two dictators, Hitler and Mussolini, concluded a military alliance known as the Pact of Steel. This agreement was signed on 22 May, causing great concern to those within the Vatican who viewed any close relationship between Italy and Hitler as dangerous.